Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. And my mom used to say this term all the time when I was growing up. In fact, she had a whole lot of terms <laughs> that she used to use. But one of the things she used to always say is it's better to be happy than right. She used to say this to me a lot. <laughs> And it really makes a lot of sense. So I had done a YouTube yesterday that I actually pulled within about two hours of making. I had listened to another one of, well, actually, I'd just seen a notification on one of London Real, Brian Rose's um, guests. And that was, it had said um, that liberals like to spend other people's money. It said that. And I had just simply written on there, this, this is so funny because conservative like, conservatives like to spend other people's money too. And I got quite a backlash like some of them weren't as bad as others but I I got one that was just really mean-spirited where he said something about my hair color and the myth being true I guess that blondes are stupid he didn't say that but that's the implication and I ended up doing a YouTube on it. It was so interesting that that happened because it really plays into the narrative that I have talked about that my hair color really affected my life um, and the way that I was perceived and the way that I felt about myself and the way that I was treated in jobs that I didn't get. I mean, it. I was perceived as being stupid and on top of it, I'm a pretty happy person. Like people have called me ditzy before the word ditzy, which I think is super interesting. I, I guess my mannerisms, I have a sweet nature about me. So I look kind of dumb, I guess, to some people. And so I have this workmate and she is really, I, I just absolutely love this girl. And she told me the same thing about herself that she overheard her dad once say once saying that that she better find you know someone to take care of her because he feared she wouldn't be able to take care of herself the implication being that she just didn't have it in her and I understand how she could easily be mis misunderstood because she is really sweet and in my yearbooks in high school, it said in every single, um, every single entry, it said I was sweet. I was just actually a very, very nice person. And, and so that gets, gets confused a lot. And, and so then, um, Mr. Rose had done a commercial <laughs> I'd done a notification or I'd done a, this really quick YouTube 
on having a real conversation with Dennis Prager, this real conversation. So I thought I would give it a try and I went over and I, and I listened to a very, very, very short bit of it, maybe a half an hour. And I really tried, I gave it my best try. Um, one of the things that I noticed that he said quite a bit was left and liberal. He used the terms differently. Um, and I really think that it would do him well to, to in the future, really, really describe what those things are to the point where I understand the difference that he's saying between left and liberal as being different. But what really came to mind for me during this was just the lens with which he looks at the world. The lens with which he looks at the world. I think that it's super interesting. We're all, we all really are in these bubbles. We're in these, these information bubbles. We're in these realities and all of us, every one of us are in our own reality. We come to situations with different perspectives. We come to these situations with different perspectives. And all of them are different. We come with from different families, from different. And, and what I find is, is that a lot of people, probably myself included, I'm, I'm willing to put myself in that too. I mean, I, I certainly I have my own perspective. Um, certainly I have my own perspective, but, but they're all opinions to a degree. They're all opinions to a degree. I mean, there, there is some indeed facts, which is what we do not get very often. Every once in a while we get in all of this hodgepodge of, 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 snippets these little snippets of information you know like even these these videos I get quite a few of the worst ones that I've seen on Twitter I don't watch the news I don't have TV so I get my information in different ways and one of the ways is is Twitter which sounds terrible but it's true <laughs> um, and I was listening and this guy, he puts on these, these, on his Twitter feed, these, these blurbs about these people and, and being mistreated. There was this, there was this one, and I'm just saying, just because I, I, I just found it astounding. There was this one where there was this Muslim mother and her children walking they were just merely walking and this guy came up to her and literally from behind and kicked her and then even when she was down he was kicking her 
right in front of his children. I mean, how brazen to just walk up to some absolute stranger and assault her in such a way. I mean, I just, I just found it so astounding. Um, but we don't know what led to it. And I'm not even saying that this guy didn't come out of nowhere and do this because that's exactly how it could have gone down. But sometimes we don't know what happened before. We don't know what led somebody to their rage. We don't, there was, there was one little snippet where this woman was throwing groceries out of her cart and then she finally walked out of the store. It could have had something to do with masks, but people are exasperated right now. They're, they're just really having a hard time. These times are just very strange. I mean, you've got high unemployment and a lot of, a lot of chaos going on and I woke up this morning and even last night I I really 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 don't want to waste my life on this because I really believe that this is the only way to actually make changes to change ourselves to make change we change ourselves and we we become happiness we become happy we can be happy if we choose what we focus on so i decided i didn't even want to give that interview or any of it you know and i'm talking about it right now because i guess it just really pulls me out of my happy place and so i think that I really need to to just ignore those those you know because every once in a while he has a, a guest that really 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 I'm back to London Real he has a guest on there that I really admire which is David Icke I really like him a lot I liked um, David Goggins, and in fact, I don't know what's happened to him. I've been thinking about him, and he has not posted on his YouTube in months. And I've been wondering how he's doing. I I thought that he had had some kind of a, a retreat set up in January, and um, I'd actually thought about going to it. I think it was in Australia. I really, really like David Gargans. I, I think he is a first-rate human being, and and I know that I have other ones, but I can't I can't think of them right at the moment that I have just been introduced to because of of London Real, and so I have some of these guests that I really admire, um, but a lot of them, I, I just for one reason or another, I just have a hard time with them. Um, So, this idea of happiness, so I've talked about it over and over again because, you know, in in my YouTubes, I've talked about this just a lot. This this idea, it came from from actually David Hawkins, 
I talk about him a lot. He's sort of my guru, if I had one. Um, and he wrote the, the book Power Versus Force, just to give you some context. But he used to talk about the juice of life. Like the juice, like the juice of, of drama, the juice of the story, the juice of that feeling. And I, and I think that yesterday I really sensed that, that when I saw the really mean, the mean comment about my hair color, there, there was this payoff and see, sometimes we, these are payoffs that we cannot see, but it's a payoff in our brain. It's a payoff in our brain that triggers these hormones in our brain. And, and I just become so aware that that just does not feel good to me. I mean, it really doesn't feel good to me. And, and, <clears throat> and I couldn't figure out why for like the majority of my life, I was so unhappy. I mean, I really was, I was unhappy. I mean, I had times of happiness, <clears throat> but for the most part, I was a pretty unhappy camper and I was really lazy with my thoughts. I didn't know I was creating my reality. <clears throat> I, I didn't think about what I was thinking about. I didn't make my list of positive aspects. I wasn't exercising enough. I was I was eating crappy food. I would eat a lot of sugar. A lot of sugar. And so I had this outcome from the decisions that I had made. And that was just really not feeling good. And... So over the last couple of years, I have been practicing this art, this art of living a certain way. And so now when these hormones go off in my brain, I'm like, oh, I really don't like that. I really don't like that because I have to tell, to say out loud and scream on the rooftops. It feels so much better to be in joy in love and happiness and and it, it can be as as addictive it's like it's like there, I think Bruce Lipton came up with this this term that I really like he calls it the honeymoon effect to be in love just to be the feeling of being in love and, and and I think it can be like with someone else but but I think that it's better to just be in love with love and being just in love with existence with the moment with our life our awareness just being in love. This morning, I went during my meditation. I had this awareness, this understanding again of just if you really just sit, if you just sit and not think, 
you just sit and sort of listen to the fan in the room or listen to the bird singing or just sit, you realize that there is really nothing in there but awareness. It's like there's nothing really in us but awareness. Like, it's like our senses, like you can feel, you can feel, you can smell, you can hear, but it's like this consciousness and it's all that there is. And so I think, I think in some ways that emptiness can be quite, and so we fill our days up with opinions. So our brain has been, has been taught to, to assess all of, all of our doings and goings on with judgments with judgments about everything. Danger, this is good, this is bad, this tastes good, this tastes bad. You know, I mean, it's like all these judgments. And this, so this then goes into this idea of duality, just to sort of fill, fill the space. But if you keep coming back to the meditation and the understanding of the absolute just awareness it is the most amazing space and and it is my belief that there is no separation that the only thing that is is the consciousness which is in itself the creator that we are all aspects of God we are all aspects of God God is both the clay and the creator of the pot there is nowhere that God isn't it's that God is in every molecule, every cell, every everything of everything, everywhere. And so we look at the faces of those that we've grown to, to admire, you know, the Dalai Lama, Thich Nhat Hanh. I would actually say, you know, Deepak Chopra is somebody that I feel like he, you know, has this awareness. These people on the planet that have this awareness, and if you look at their faces, you see how incredibly at peace they are. how at peace they are and how in love they look. I mean, honestly, the peace, 
that is in them that there's no need it's like the actual thought of rightness and wrongness is preposterous that which is which is loving and behaves in a loving way is always going to be acting on behalf of goodness on behalf of goodness and so by their very nature they they have surrendered and they are really in love with all existence and I think it takes some time but I think the beginning is the understanding that I had seen yesterday on Jim Carrey he had he had posted this um this little blurb that said it doesn't matter and it made me laugh because it's true nothing really really matters nothing really matters outside of the love of God when we understand how very dear we are to that which created us we realize that nothing really does matter nothing really matters it really doesn't it's all going to work out. There's no matter. It's all going to work out. It all works out. It always works out. I don't know how it's going to work out, but I know it is going to work out. But, so yesterday, I I had another one of my moments. I, I actually had a day where I, earlier in the day, I was at my one of my gigs so I'm at my gig and I start thinking about the past I start this one situation in my past that I have not quite been able to reconcile my brain just keeps going back to it and trying actually to find my rightness in it this is just the truth it's like it's trying to really really find my rightness in it and I can't figure it out I really can't figure out I don't know what happened um but I keep my brain just keeps going back to this and then I noticed after thinking about it I think maybe for even like 10 minutes my brain was just like really hooked into it and really and so I had gone off the hill and had and the momentum had gotten bigger and my mood had really soured and then I noticed in those moments all these things were going wrong because I was vacuuming and I couldn't get the extension cord and um all this stuff just kept happening and and I just to witness it to witness that whole scenario and then the, the things that happened after and the knowledge that I created that. I alone created that. 
And so, and so what I did was I, I just sort of like came back to the moment and, and engaged with my coworkers and it just kind of subsided. But it didn't surprise me that later in the, in the afternoon that some residual from that situation would have come and into my awareness. And, and so I go back to the idea that it really is better to be happy than right. And our opinions really don't mean very much. In fact, they mean nothing. I think, um, I think Wayne Dyer said, you know, whatever the problem is, the solution is love. And so that's just where it's at. <laughs> and I, I haven't told you guys, but my mom has been in the hospital. Um, my mom had a stroke um, some years ago. I don't remember exactly what year. I think it may have been 2016. My mom had had a stroke and she had a second stroke a week ago today. And she had been in the hospital and it was really quite a bummer because this COVID, nobody can visit her. Nobody has been able to visit her. And then now she's she's moved over to a, um, a rehab facility and, um, and she sounds great. Yesterday I talked to her on the phone for, and she's talking wonderfully. She's talking wonderfully, <laughs> wonderfully. And so <laughs> she was so funny. Um, cause you can't get her onto some topics, some topics, if you get her onto them, she just really, and we were talking about something and she was like, I'm just enjoying my misery or something like that. And at least she could, you know, admit to it, you know, cause it is, it is kind of true every once in a while, this feeling of wallowing in a moment. Well, if I'm going to go off the edge, I might as well just milk this for all it's worth. Right. But it just doesn't feel good. It doesn't. So I'm like, Mom, we got to talk about something else because I don't want you to have another stroke. <laughs> but anyway, I appreciate you all listening. And I will be back with other topics. And that's a wrap.